Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the week and scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on a Sunday, Sydney Portier afternoon on the 18th of October. There is no rugby league today, which is very interesting, very weird, very eerie. Um, this is our last show of the season, so massive thanks to all the listeners, as always. Um, huge support, lots of... Uh, Lots of interesting questions and banter flowing throughout the year. Um, big big shout out to Reshes. Nothing refreshes like Reshes for supporting us throughout the season. Um, I'm ready for a bit of an off-season. But before we do, we welcome, as always, one test Thunderino and three times controversially axed Hong Kong Rugby League board member Jack. How's it going, mate? Yeah, very good, thanks, mate. Um good to be back for what well, sounds like it's going to be our last show um and a bit to touch on regarding uh the season and obviously these two uh what they call preliminary finals prelims yeah and i've always been interested in uh how rugby league names their finals so the first week is always qualifying mm. in, in this in this mcintyre system mm-hmm. or uh, the mm-hmm. whatever it is then the sneak the week after is semi-finals, mm-hmm. and then this weekend was preliminary, and then you've got the grand final. Mm-hmm. Back in the old days, where they had the five uh, the five team um, final series, mm-hmm. this week would have actually been the final. Yeah, and they used to call it the week, final, and yeah, then the, the grand final. The, yeah, because you'd have one. It was just one game the yep. week before the grand final because there's, there's already one team that's already through. It's Correct. And the first game was fourth versus fifth. So the first, so and then yeah, yeah the first first game was fourth versus fifth, yep. and then two versus three would yep. play, and one yep. would have the week off round one. Correct. So then what would happen is four would beat five theoretically. Mm-hmm. And two would beat three, so five gets knocked out round one. Yeah. Then what happens is one plays two to go straight through, through to the to grand the final. What? Yeah, one plays the winner of two three. Yeah, and then and then that means that one could have two different weeks off. I know that's not good, is it? Well, I mean, the week off. I don't think I've heard the week off get so much airtime as in the last two days like every season before like there's just has not been the publicity of the week off now do you think that it's just my selective memory based or is it the fact that these guys haven't had a buy all year and that this week off is just getting so you know 
grabbed with two hands based and so appreciated because they've basically just been playing non-stop apart from you know a little hiatus due to covid i mean the week off it's 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 just in every fucking third sentence of of someone talking about rugby league at the moment um agree i feel that the two the two top tier teams this week were always the better teams all year. So the week off was just mainly a it was almost being used as an excuse for why they were gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's just I don't know whether it's tiredness, um you you do seem to each year get like a uh I I was gonna go look back at the stats, but see how many? I mean, it's a momentum, right? It, it did South South had a bit of momentum, and you could see that. Um, and that, and they got close enough. And that, what was the other game? Uh, did you Storm see Bennett? Right? Did you see Bennett in the in the press conference last night? No, I'd love to hear what he said. Well, Bennett was saying that he's talking about the week off a lot, and he's just saying, "Geez, the week off." But he goes, "We really came out and were blasted just from a pure." energy, perspective, momentum, whatever you want to call it. And he goes, we really didn't get into the game until seven minutes um, to go in the first half. We were just not on their level. And he was putting it down to the week off. And then if you look at the second half, like when momentum started to go the buddy's way, and we'll break down the game as we go through, um, you know, kind of evened out. I wonder if momentum kind of, so the week off, Gives you a huge boost in the first half, but then the if you if the second team can weather it, then they can kind of come over the top of you in the second half, maybe because they've got their legs a little bit better. And I guess you'd have to have a look at the buy teams post buy in the NRL versus the week off. It's not a new fucking concept, is it? I mean, teams come off the back of a week off every single season, but I guess at this point into the season, it just allows you to get healthy more than anything and. Probably just take a couple of days off um, at the start and refresh. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but you could also, I mean, Bill Kikau would have played. I mean, would, would if for some reason Panthers lost to Roosters, Bill Kikau would have had to play this week. Would that be a? Uh, would that be worth having the get the week? You know, what do you mean? Uh, he got suspended. How was he going to play? No, but if he if they played last week. Oh, yeah. Got they could have got that game and then got in there. But um, what I was going to say was Bill Kikau. Oh, and the other thing is it all often depends, too, on your your coach and man management running. Uh, mm. You know, if you're, if you're doing this sort of cheeky resting players and stuff, which I think Craig Bellamy did that last round, mm-hmm. then maybe having the not having the week off isn't a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? So... But you're only in the resting position. This goes back to, you're only resting players, which is, again, in rugby league, pretty unheard of to rest players in the final round. Like, it's just the quirk of the draw this year that everything was locked up. So if you're resting players in round 24 or 26 or whatever it is, 20 in this instance, you're in the top two. If you're in the top two and you win a semi, you're going to get a week off. So it kind of is just sort of cause and effect, really, isn't it? Um, with the game last night, what 
what did you see? Like, did you see, because you've mentioned a number of times over the course of the last few hours how the huge high error rate and that the Panthers, you, you didn't think the Panthers were actually anywhere near their best last night? No, I didn't. I thought they were I thought they were just some of the errors Ivan Cleary would have been pulling his hair out for. Um, and in, I was actually thinking about after the game, I'm like, well, if you're Cleary, you'd rather get that game out of your and again the Panthers seventeen wins in a row has been momentum so maybe even that week off didn't quite help them but mm. I I'm starting to think that Cleary will now he's got big Bill Kikau back and they had a game where it was just a bit sloppy to be honest mm. um they they'll be fairly confident for the for the grand final you know um I, I'm not going to make uh I'm not going to lie about it I thought the game last night was actually for a semi-final, some fucking stupid errors, like really bad errors. I don't know whether that's you're going to blame due or the intensity of the game, but I just cannot see the Melbourne Storm doing that sort of game. I think that a lot of it had to do with the tempo of the game was so, again, I'm just being blown away by the speed that um, the game is this year and even the the finals. And you've You've got to go back to the new rules have got a lot to do with that. And with the high tempo... Um, and I'm saying the speed at which the second half, you know, these teams were going back and forth for about a 15 to 20 minute period, going 70 meters every time. And then finally sort of, you know, there would be an error that would often um, come to the end of it. And then you thought Penrith got home and, you know, put the game away when Isaiah Yo bet some really lazy defenders and Nichols and Cook went through and set up Dylan Edwards. And then that freak Corey Allen try brought it back to a grandstand finish. But for me, that the, the new rules has had a great deal to do with the tempo and style of play, which if you look at the points scored in the semis, it just says everything yeah. you need to know. You know, 36 24, 46 20, 22 18, 38 24, 30 to 10, 20 to 16. Like we haven't had a grinding 14 12. Where's that South's? Dragons game from a couple of years ago, you know, 14-12 or where are those games that you used to, you know, guarantee for a semi-final? So I think that the new rules have had to do with that and the speed at which teams are playing. I think you've got the two fastest teams are going to play in the grand final and that is going to create, it's not two drastically opposing styles because the Storm are playing ridiculously fast at the moment and so are the Panthers. Um, so I think there's going to be error rate when you play at that speed with that tempo. So maybe that has to explain for last night. I don't know what the error, error count was in the previous night's game. But if you're the Panthers, I think you are $2 to $1.78 was the last I saw. What do you think? Um, what did you like about the Panthers last night? Um, well, obviously, Cleary's kicking game. uh Lewis mm. control, oh, just his excitement on that left side. Um, uh, what else? Oh, the other stuff was, you know, Yo and the, just the hard go forward from the forward pack. Oh, Dylan Edwards, you have to say he was Fuck. he was amazing. Back, just he's a nice, He's actually a bit of a um, the Albury product was a little bit understated for mine. He he, he came on the scene. I thought when he first came on the scene, I thought, who is this little kid that's just going to get absolutely eaten up? Mm-hmm. And he had that speed, and he's had a few injuries and stuff. But he's just—he's a solid little fullback. He's not—he's he, definitely he, not rep football material, but he does the job for you. Yeah, I don't 
I don't want to like Dylan Edwards. There's just something about him. And mm. he had came into the, I think, two years ago, maybe even the season before that. No, no, like, he's been around a while. Oh, oh, this might be his what? fourth season, maybe third or fourth season. Um, he's had a lot of injuries. But his yeah. first season that he came in, came off and... and 2016, he made his debut, but only had one game. Okay, so 17 was his debut, so 17, 18, 19, 20. So yeah, fourth season. 17, he was quite brilliant and came in and really sort of um, pushed the Panthers forward when he came in over DWZ, I, I believe, I remember. And then last year, he was abysmal. Like, I think he got dropped. And I don't know what it was, his handling errors, etc. And then when he came in this year, or he was out early season, I was, I was thinking, well, fuck, is, is actually he going to start? And there's Caleb Atkins, and there's other guys, and there's all these young guys that the Panthers have got. But last night, I was watching him closely, and the high ball, the returns, the backing up, he, he was pretty close to as good as anyone else on the field. He was unbelievable. And when you mentioned about Cleary and Luai, they were both. They were both very, very good. Luai's not dying with the ball. Looks like one of those touch players that just continually looking for runners. And if the guys around Luai are making or presenting themselves, then he just takes the line on. He's, he's bigger than you think, too, so... They yeah. are going to be... Coruscant needs to... He played really well, too. Yeah, actually, actually um... you're right. Coruscant was right up there. I think he might have technically got man of the match, but he looked as though he took some pretty... He he got needled mid-game and came out again. I heard that. I didn't see what actually happened to him. So that's obviously how close and how in the balance that they thought. They said, well, if we don't have Coruscant, we're fucked. They had Mitch Kenny out there who... um, Stupid penalty that really got South back in the game near the end, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And sort of South were, were able to... Just want to, from a South perspective, how good is Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker? Yeah, they're good. I thought they were a little bit slow to get, in, uh, and get into the game. And the thing about Cody that I worry about with South is he's basic... I reckon he's basically their only attacking option. Since Latrell Mitchell mm. went down... I feel when they need points, I'm just yeah. always looking for Cody Walker. And I just feel as... And this is no slight against Adam Reynolds because I think he's he's a really good player and I like Adam Reynolds because he's a sort of traditional small... He's a bit slow, but he's just got a great kicking game and he control, he's the controlling seven, right? Mm. But I feel they really... And this is, again, not a slight at Corey Allen as much. And Corey Allen's played well, but he's not that... He's not going to spark something that... Latrell could so I feel yeah you know, if you look back on it that losing Latrell and then having Cody as this their one point of creativity ended up being a bit of a downfall well it got them there though didn't it because on one hand yeah it didn't get them over the hump against a team that's won 17 in a row and I think that's probably just a definition yeah. of talent across the park they didn't have the much talent but they overachieved really when you think of where they were around 18-19 they were the hottest team in the comp, really, for the last four weeks. They flogged the Roosters. They came out and they flogged the... Uh, who did they play around? The Sharks. The Sharks? No, not Sharks. Who did they flog? The Rabbitohs. Yeah, who did they flog that week one? Uh, Knights. Yeah, oh, that's it. The fucking Knights. Flogged the Knights. Flogged the Eels. Like We're talking floggings and semifinals here. 
Um, yeah, but and, knights and, uh, and eels, though. Knights and eels. Mate, they're too... We're talking about the comp. They're at the pointy end of the comp. Yeah, um, okay. They're both up by decent leads, too. The, the, the bunnies... Yeah, it would be amazing to see what they could have done on that run with Luttrell. Um, unfortunately, they missed Campbell Graham last night, but I thought that Jed Cartwright did really well in the centres. Like, he was just a stopgap. He wasn't going to beat a man or anything, but he was trying hard, and he he actually yeah. looked quite decent. But Jackson Paulo's actually starting to get a bit better. I was a bit worried about him on his first few games, and obviously being a a Kiwi, but he's starting to actually go quite good. So I was hoping they would have played to... Stephen Masters last night in the centres, but they would have thought it was too big a stage. Yeah. Um, and they go for a bit more of a solid option. But the Bunnies, it's interesting. I was watching that game last night, and all I could think of was the difference out there when it was getting close was, was Wayne Bennett factor. Because if you look at the two teams side by side, talent-wise, Penrith have got loads more talent. Just, uh, yeah, just a lot more talent than that Bunnies yeah. team do. And then you just say, well, what is it? What is keeping this Bunnies team in it? Yes, they've got heart, desire, ticker, all of that. But I was just saying, it. this is just Wayne in a fucking nutshell. This is when you say that we're going to bring Wayne Bennett to your club. This is what he does. He put, he galvanizes a roster, gets them playing above their pay grade, and has them primed for the big games. That's three prelim losses in a row for South. So, like, Damien Cook and Adam Reynolds last night were fucking devastated. Like, I don't think it really clicks to me that they have been... But who were? Reynolds and who? Reynolds and Damien Cook. Oh, really? It didn't really? really click to me that they had been at that point each season. Um, so, so obviously they lost the Panthers this year. Last yeah. year, did they lose to the Raiders? Yes. Yeah. And then the year before, after beating the Dragons in that aforementioned brilliant semi-final, did they lose to the Storm? Was it? And in, in Melbourne? No, hang on. Uh, they lost to uh, two thousand eighteen Storm. They lost to. Cowboys was no hang on 2018 prelim so it had to be either the Roosters or the Storm Roosters they lost the Roosters hold on let me just check this I was just looking at it before by the idiot Jack so they lost to yeah the Roosters 12-4 that's right that real dire planned game at the last game at SFS remember ah don't recall that game yeah 12-4 it was one of those forgettable ones hmm um, on to the previous game. So previous... Before we get into that, mm. can you, and I'm not, I've sort of cut uh, gridiron since I've cut fantasy football, mm. but with all this cough situation, COVID situation going on around the world, what is, can you explain to me in a couple of minutes, mm. what is happening with the NFL mm. and COVID? So they are, they are in their own facilities, basically. Um, pardon? Each team is. Each team. So they're training in their own facilities. I don't think they're like camping and living in the facility. So I'm pretty sure that they are still living at home. So they're just expected to be social distancing and what have you. They're getting tested every day. There's quite a few people that have got COVID throughout the, throughout the first, what are we, week six now? Yeah, um, but so, so just get me right. So... If someone's got COVID and is an NFL player, like, I don't know, you young just get put on the IR list. You get put on the IR COVID list, so you're you're basically isolated, but you you're not you know you're shut down for two weeks. So you've had some big name players like Cam Newton, Stephon Gilmore, they've got COVID, etc. Now, when the certain 
number of players per team have it or kind of high profile, they have literally, like right up into the day before the game, they have postponed games or they have pushed games back. They've given teams the buy. It's been like, as in playing fantasy football, it's been fucking like, you've got no clue. Like, so you got, fuck, there could be a game tomorrow, there could be not. Oh. No, that's that's probably one game a week um, that we've had that uh, uncertainty. And then the Titans had to shut down because they got quite a few um, cases coming back from Minnesota. And then they were supposed to be shut down, but they went out and had a team practice against the rules. And then they had like eight or nine people and they said, the NFL said, if there's one more positive test, they were going to get their second buy in a row and apparently they were going to get dock points and all this kind of stuff. So, um, And so are they getting crowds at the game? Uh, they different states have different rules. Different states have different rules. So, yeah. some you, it's the it's the classic NRL COVID crowd. You know, like two or three thousand, or probably on yep. the scale of NFL, maybe ten or twelve. Yep. But now Miami um, and Florida are going. We're going to open up, which is ironic because Miami, sorry, Florida have been the most hard hit from COVID. <laughs> so they're going to go like Jacksonville, Tampa, and Miami. You can if you want have full stadiums. And I think the Dolphins have come back and said, no, we're not going to, um, probably wisely so. So, yeah, it's a bit of a minefield. It's not as easy as the NBA, who obviously just went into an Orlando bubble and yep. they blocked everyone out and they had no tests for 100-and-something days. No no positive tests. Yeah, and baseball looks did it, done it okay as well. Just, I mean, no crowds. Um, well, I think baseball had early teething issues like the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and then they got that under control because you know a couple of whole teams come down baseball, didn't you? Early doors, the Marlins, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, it's kind of business as usual to the periphery. If you just sort of, you but again, know. I mean, if you're a twenty-year-old major league baseball player, it's not going to affect you, right? Like, so get on with it, fuck. Yeah, and then our college football's opening up, which is I think America's biggest, what was America's biggest sport. Um, well, they're starting to have crowds and stuff, so it's kind of like the Wild West, those colleges. Well, because they're just like... They're just money, just, they're just corporations, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge corporations. Um, all right, so unbelievable performance from the Storm on Friday night. Yeah. Just, I was, I was chatting to my neighbour yesterday morning, he was very hungover, big Raiders man, and he... I was just like, mate, you can't really say you didn't play that well because you just didn't have a chance. As you know, there's this games out there. I was explaining to my wife, she's like, oh, how did they go? I was like, well, sometimes it's just not that you play that badly. It's just that you just don't have a chance. You come up across a freight train, and when you're blown off the park like that, it's just the storm were that good. I can't really say that the Raiders were that bad. They were forcing the issue when they were down, you know, what was it, 20 to nil or 18 to nil or whatever. But that storm was another fucking training run. It was just incredible. It was like what they're doing to the eels in that sort of second passage last or the week before last. It was yeah, staggering. I think, oh, I think you're being a bit too easy on the Raiders. I think they a good team that had their head right. Yes, storm were good, but they could have hung on a bit more. They, as I said, I thought. Last weekend, they were carrying on like they won the premiership. And mm. I just think mentally, they weren't there. So, yes, Storm were fine. But I feel as though if Raiders turned up, they could have, 
you know, stopped three tries happening, you know, so quickly. They went bang, bang, bang. They went Bromwich in the fourth, Pappenhausen in the sixth, Vunivalu in the ninth, and then Justin Olam in the 22nd. So they were up 22? Nil? 20, oh, yeah, 24. They, 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 yeah, then they did, took the penalty. Um, 22 nil, was it, in the end? Yeah, 24, penalty. Yep. Jesus. Um, Storm were as good as ever. Like, I was listening to Bellamy talk about all his teams, and Cam Smith, they were saying seven grand finals in 10 years. Did they say six? Sorry, seven prelims. Seven prelims, five grand finals. Yep. And they were talking about this team pretty highly and I think I think it you could see on Bellamy and Smith's face the guys that have been there since 02 302 you saw that this seems like a real fun team um, and I think it's because of the youth that the Storm are traditionally used to having such an experienced team you know right the way through they're bringing guys like Crocker and Clint Newton mid-season Finch you know real veteran guys they bring out guys near the end of their careers and just they must have just had. Can you imagine those storm teams? Love the mid to late two thousands, early early two thousand tens. Just the locker room, just the experience in the locker room, like yeah, the, yeah. the rugby league yarns they would have had. You know, they would have been able to one up each other. Just like if they had a court session, that storm side, a drinking one. Fuck me! Like when would it end? You've just you would have just had just every possible rugby league scenario or story under the sun. And that was the storm. Like they were just one to seventeen experienced, yeah, um, or superstar. Or they had GI and uh... yeah, young superstars that were just you know, if you weren't that experienced, you were an out and out like superstar and waiting. Now it looks as though like when Smith and Bellamy were talking about the storm side, like they just it's a different storm side because I think that the the youth that um, is coming through. Which actually, when you think of it, it's probably not as young as, as I initially thought. I'm just well, thinking of guys like Pappenhausen and maybe more of the Nico Hines kind of like guys on the bench and stuff like that. But Yeah, but then I think that you, well, when you think about Munsters, I guess. Obviously Smith, um, but you've got the Bromwich brothers that have been around for a while now, yeah. right? And they just do the job. Yeah. But then I guess it's the Brandon Smith, the Tinos, the Nelsons. You know, these in the last two, three years, this this youth. You've got Pappenhausen. Um, but I look at their centres, and I'm like, who? Really? <laughs> I know. Fucking Jace, Justin Olam plays well though, but he's going to do. Yeah, something. but look, I love Justin Olam. He's just he's he's ready to explode oh. and make a break. <laughs> it's right. like he. It's like when he runs. It's like he's got. Someone is holding him and pulling him back on a rubber band, eh? And oh, no. just flinging no. him into the line at speed. Um, yeah. There are just not many people that run that hard. <laughs> he just runs so fucking hard. Oh, I love him. And Brinko, I just, oh, he's going okay, old Brinko. It just shows you that storm. He just, where was he? He was at the Raiders, he was at the Titans. Did he go somewhere before as, as well? He seems to be a bit of a... But well, I mean, we went he's... through this the other week. We went through this: dogs, raiders, titans. Oh, now, great! Yeah. I think if I, if I can kind of work this out in my head, that Stephen Crichton is going to be matching up against Brinko Lee. That is a huge mismatch. Now, can Brinko tackle? Can what Brinko Lee tackle? Can Brinko defend? Because I have that. I have a funny feeling that yeah, he's good on attack, 
Crichton's not great on defence. No, so that could not. just be a really, really interesting part of the GF when you've got those two guys going up, good good attackers, um, but not noted defenders. So, you know, each back and forth, um, there could be some real key moments coming down that side. Um, what out did this the storm? I mean, Cam Smith, he's he's the chat is that he's retiring and we're not gonna go and cor- coronate the guy on a retirement party just in this show for sh- for sure. But he's playing as good as ever, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's just getting around. Just he, he's doing really well. Um, I, d- I didn't really get him getting on people's shoulders and doing a sort of lap around. I don't know what they're trying to do there, but I don't want to give it too much time either. But I mean, Josh Jeno Carr, how good is he going? I think he's on roids. Oh come on! He, he's, oh, really... he's he has just got the superhuman strength from nowhere. He's throwing he's... cadavers out in the middle of the field. He's just off his. Oh. He, he is. He is. I don't know where this last four weeks has come from. Maybe he knows that his storms, his storm time is at an end because he hasn't signed, has he, with anyone? No, that's it's good. That's respectful. The talk, the talk was the Tigers, right? Go back to play fullback. <laughs> He's not a fullback. Um, phenomenal winger, but he is just. Okay, so he is in, I'm going to say career form, and that's saying something for Adekar. Yeah, but he's a fucking good player. I know, but he's playing unbelievable. He's playing tough. He's playing above his weight, and he's playing strong, and he's obviously fast as fucking elusive and gets tries. But Vonnie Valu. I'm putting people off like Lomu at the moment. Vonnie Valu is at the same zone. What he's doing right now reminds me of that 2016 debut season. Yeah, he, looked, he looked unbelievable. So yeah, you've yeah. got those wingers and Pappenhausen just again, kind of like Dylan Edwards. I'm kind of waiting for Pappenhausen to have a have a blowout or something. I just it's just not coming. Yeah, I know you said his man. You didn't rate him when he first came on, but he is. I thought flash I've in heard, the pan is what I thought. I've heard a couple of um, league people say no. no don't bad even bad. entertain that. He's, that he's better than Billy. Bit, no, better Slater. Fuck. At the same point in careers. Oh, at the same point in his career, I'd, I'd agree. Slater was the most erratic in his first year or two. He was so erratic. He'd do brilliant things, yeah. but then he'd like throw the ball, you know, kind of like um, what he did in the World Cup final, just shit like that. Yeah. He was an era waiting to happen, but, you know, he he obviously turned into what he did. Pappenhausen is, I mean, that back three, ooh, wee. They're going, they're going really well. Um, and the other one's Kafusi, right? I just want to mention Kafusi because he's sort of, I feel he's just under the radar a bit. I think he's hes not doing the flashy stuff, scoring the tries. But again, he's that, I feel he's the old head there that keeps the everyone under control. So what side's he on? He's on that right side, right side. isn't he's he? He's not old, though, either. He's been 25, 26. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's quite old. I when guess you've in got rugby league terms, yeah. He's experienced, I think. You could, you could certainly say that. Um, I think that, you know... He's 28. Oh, wow. 29 next May. So he's getting on. Just just touch on, before we before we preview the GF, touch on the Raiders. I think John Bateman's best game of the season. He, he wasn't healthy, and it just reminded me how good he can be. It's disappointing to see him lose, uh, lose him. 
and he was pretty pretty cut up. He's obviously had two pretty hard losses um, in the Raiders colours. But the Raiders, I just want to say, they done the right thing by not throwing too much money at him. Um, he's not eight hundred grand for that Raiders team. They, they that would really fuck up what they've got going. Um, and they know that they've got some really good young second rowers in Horsburgh and Clay Young. Um, no, what's his name? Hudson Young, sorry. Um, Clay Priest. Clay Priest and Hudson Young. <laughs> they look alike. Um, I'm going to quit. Ryan Sutton. Is it got time for Ricky to move on? Harrow or not? No, Ricky is the Raiders, and the Raiders is Ricky. Well, I just no, feel mate. like. Nah. Coaches have got used by dates. Yeah, and, and he, he did too, but he's just the Raiders. That's just the way it is. Move on. Nothing to see here. Oh, I just feel, look, I think they've... The let, only this, person that, you could replace him with is Meninga. Daly? Nah. Mm, I just think it's... Uh, yeah, uh, He's been there a while now, and I just feel... I feel they're... Premiership window might have been bolted shut. Well, I I think that they've got George Williams, who's just in his he'll be in his second year next year. I think that they will have guys like you know you've probably seen the last of Rapana. He might go back to Rara. Um, so there's a bit of you know that era, the the BJ Leilua yeah. Rapana. You know, then I get your Bateman. Who's going to happen with Hodgson? But I've got enough coming through for me. You know, Bailey Simonson was out all year. He's a good winger. He'll go back there. They lose Kotrich, um, that Valamai, Tomoko. They've got young guys and young guys in the forwards that I mentioned. So, no, I, I'm, I'm really happy with if their roster and squad is, is to compete in the next couple of years. Yeah, but, okay. Um, I think, you know, if you look at this Panthers team, I mean, this Panthers team's going to compete for the next six, seven years. Yeah, well, you you try and develop that dynasty, don't you? But there's not. I mean, this Panthers team very, get used to it. It can very quickly go PSH three. How we we know that about rugby league. Well, we do. Um, and you know, if there's any team that has the depth to to cater for it, now, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about the. Juniors. What about Souths? I mean, Souths. This is the second year with Bennett. Mm, two prelims. Um, when do I, they? I, I'd say they'd still overachieved to be in the top four at the end of the season. Yeah, and I guess they've got a longer term plan with Demetrio taking over. So, okay, I'm happy with their coaching setup. Yeah. Um, I just feel. Yeah, okay. I'm happy with their coaching setup. So, Kikau's going to come back into the Panthers. What happened to Naden last night? Just didn't play, I think. There's been didn't some. Play? Well, he just sat on the bench and didn't get set on the point. He just clearly, Ivan didn't feel as though in a big game he could trust his defence. So he didn't actually get off the get off the bench. No. That often happens when you got a uh, uh, centre there. But I'm a bit worried about. Does that mean? So Tyrone May. He may played, not get a played the whole game at centre. Yeah. Shit, I didn't pick that up. Clearly, loves Tyrone May. Yeah, they're best buddies. No, Ivan does. Oh, well, I think um, because Nathan's because. his best mate. So, do you play Nathan next week? No, I don't think. Could they? Or... They just have to play Tyrone May again in the centres. 
And he did all right, I, I get. I mean, Naden's Well, pretty... you can't play him on the bench. So they're going to have to start okay. Naden or do not play Naden. Because you, so you can't waste a bench spot. Well, Naden will be knocking Olam, which might be okay, because Olam's not going to... You don't probably need to be a good defender Jack, for Olam. who the fuck was scary centre for... What? Oh, they're not going to play him because of gay guy? Like, it's a yeah, bizarre good. decision. Well, they got the winner. Bill Kika comes in, and then all of a sudden, they've got to get their uh, balance right, you know? I think So it's Kika and Crichton. So it's it's Capewell that will be relegated to the bench as a guy that, you know, if they do decide to start Tyro May at centre, you'd imagine Capewell would stay on the bench because he can certainly come on and play um, centre. Exactly. So Nathan will drop off. Mm. Which is disappointing, but... You know, that's how they want to do it. Um, I wonder what the Storm's plan is. I reckon they'll run a lot of traffic at Crichton and Kikau. They'll run everything down that side. And they will try and tire out Kikau um, and try and exploit the shaky defense of Stephen Crichton. I think that'll be a big point of attack for them. Um, And again, I guess in the middle, he's a brilliant defender. But you saw that... um, And I think that's why Ricky controversially held back Tom Starling for 50-odd minutes and played Haveli. Do you know that Tom Starling's the third smallest player in the NRL? He's in, he's tiny. Ever or this year? I think it's this year, but I think it's actually, like, height-wise, sort of a, like... No, I think he's smallest in the, the I NRL. I think so. Sorry, th- it might be third smallest of, like, recent memory then. And I guess... What, what the hell recent memory? Well, I don't know if it's right now. Oh, it's like a stat. I just heard third smallest. and I heard smallest. Like He's fucking tiny. Okay, so if he's smallest right now, then third smallest in the period of time. I don't know if it's all time because it's a big call. but Yeah, because people were quite small in 1908. Yeah, okay. So I don't want to make that bolder call. But Ricky clearly held him back from getting trompled over by the Bromwich boys, Asofa Solomona and Tino for Amasueli. That... Hate Havili, don't you? You really oh, don't. Havili he... is such a rotten player. He's so bad. His option takings, his speed is just, he's just a zero. And I get it. You've got Josh Hodgins out for the year. You've got to dig deep. But he just gets way too many minutes, Salila Havili. Um, now, they could probably have the same tactics at, you know, obviously he's a far superior player, Coruscant, but he's small. And these Storm guys are huge. So to try and wear Coruscant out, and traditionally they've been bringing Tyron May, who's a much bigger body, to come in and cover Hooker in the last six years. That's going to be a fascinating part, is how they direct that traffic up the middle of the ruck and in the uh, in the right side, which are two of the more obvious defensive um, frailties of the Panthers. Just the speed of the game, though, Jack. Like this, We are going to get an all-time... Great grand final. Well, I was just thinking that. that, I mean, if you just look at it, step away and look at the two teams in their form leading up uh, throughout the last 10 weeks or so, far out, man, it could be an absolute, the speed and intensity. But then I'm thinking it could be one of those um, boxing uh, styles mate fights one where they might just cancel each other out and we might just get into an an absolute... Just arm wrestle. Wrestle, which I would like. I love an arm wrestle. There's just we, we don't have enough in our game at the moment. So 
yeah, that you're right. Styles make fights. There's there's a there is a real potential for a high era prone because um, both teams are good defenders. Yeah, and I just and but and, and both teams play at such lightning speed. Yeah, like we say, you sometimes see their attack, especially on their attack, I and mean, even their defensive lines. They're they're fit. Oh. They're not they're the fittest teams. Yeah. So you've got some wrinkles. You've got uh, Nathan Cleary's hundredth game in the GF tomorrow. Wow, he's already up to one. They're trying been. to get eighteen in a row. Um, Bellamy going for his fifth ring. Yeah. And Cam Smith. I I, I count the cheat ones. I count them. Fucking sue me. They are. Uh, they won those comps. Whatever. How many teams have been brought in the camp? It's just yeah. a done thing. It's rugby league. You rot the cap. If you can get away with it, good on you. If you don't, oh well. And there'll be a bit of like Victorian, uh, like uh, what's it called? I don't know, like do it for Victoria type stuff, wouldn't there? Mm, I hope not. No, I hope not, but I'm just trying to get some more drama. Yeah. Um, the midweek storylines are going to be about the similarity and the symmetry between the 03 Panthers and this team. The, the 17 in a row run. Um, Cam Smith's final week. But again, the Storm, the beauty of the Storm is they get, the Panthers will have so, will they have lot, so much more... Um, the Sydney media, yeah, of course. The Sydney press. Yeah. Whereas um, Melbourne can sort of just cruise under the radar. And cruise they will. Um, I have to say, this is the first um, the first Storm Panthers GF ever, so we can tick that one off. It's nice. Yep. That's nice, yeah. Um, the other one about the Panthers is, so when the last grand final they made was 03. They've made a hell of a lot of um, preliminary finals over the 2010s as well, to be honest. Not as, yeah, you know, I think they would have made about four in the 2010s. So last night, them getting into the finals was grand finals, was a big thing for their fan base as well. They've some came so close the last 10 years. Just to get just to get that grand final, you know, it's it's a good having that monkey off your back. Just getting to a grand final too, even if they're you don't yeah. win it because it's, it's as a fan, it's an experience, right? You don't you don't like missing out on it. It's actually a stressful experience. Let's be honest. Once you get to the grand final, it's not a the the actual watching the game isn't a pleasant experience. No, no. I mean, some I guess. Excuse me. It depends, you know, because again, sometimes you're just so overjoyed to make it that everything's gravy after that. Yeah, I guess. But, but then you, but as a Warriors fan, like you make a grand final. Yeah. You and I'll off the next one we do make. I will be, you know, you lose it. You're just like, okay, now I've got to wait another. I'll be more locked in next time. I will be more locked now. That 2011 one it was such a shock run. And surprised kind of that we ended up getting there. Um, yeah. And a real flat GF. Um, just had an air of inevitability, warrior inevitability to it. So I never really got out of my seat too much. Of course. Yeah, okay. We had our moments, but it was always manly. As, as manly, uh, uh, you know, they were pretty strong and dominant in that game. But it's the, it's the journey that's the fun part, I thought. Oh, the, the journey's, part. yeah. It's, it's the prelims. It's the, it's the, the you know. It wasn't just the week leading up, right? The excitement. Yep. Yep. Actually, being in that stadium that day is, is yeah, was different. Um, How do you see the game going? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be a Styles. Holy shit, that's a big spider. Um, it's going to be a. I hope it's going to be an arm. Uh, just a real fast arm wrestle, and there's going to be mistakes because mm. of the, the 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 speed of like the first half, and it's going to be like a real war of attrition. Mm. We we could have quite a nice balmy night. So we're three weeks further on than traditionally. Yeah. So you know, late October into almost November. There is a real chance of a nice balmy evening. Um, there's no public holiday the next day, which is probably the biggest disappointment for guys wanting to experience um, a few schooners on the Sunday. Actually, I think Victoria's got one on Friday this week. Yeah, you've got your grand final weekend parade. No, no, but but but, but we you had the have Friday off because of the parade, obviously. But we've moved it because the grand final of VFL wouldn't have been this week planned. Oh yeah, true. So you've had your so no, but you must have. No, no they moved it because of probably it was lockdown and all that. So yeah, we've got one on Friday, which is good. Brilliant. Um, doesn't help you watching. You know, you're gonna have to turn up to no, on Monday, but you're, Dusty, you're, you're sort of fired up for it, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. Look, I'm I'm looking forward to this as a clash. I'm picking Storm by four. Yeah, I'm gonna go Storm by six. Would not surprise me to see Storm by seven with a Cam Smith field goal. A little bit of icing, a little bit of icing on the cake. But um, this could easily go either way, as all grand finals could. There's there's a path certainly for the Panthers. It's just something I just don't. There's something about that streak of seventeen straight for me that just if they had a lost three four weeks ago, I'd be feeling a little bit better about the Panthers. It's just rugby league karma. Yeah. Um, this afternoon, one o'clock, Lomachenko Lopez. Uh, it should be about that's Vegas, so it should be about that time, maybe a bit later. That's we're talking about the the best boxer comfortably in the world today, and you know probably a special boxer of our lifetime. You'll be you'll be watching that like I yeah, was. It's, it's on Foxtel. I'll try and clear the yeah live on Foxtel, so that should be a good one. Um, Clear the decks for that. Yeah, we'll enjoy that. And just try and study the great man. Yeah. I remember, yeah, you know, I've uh, fist pumped him. You've touched gloves with him. Yeah, quite, mate, me. Who and was that he was fighting that day? Was that? Who was he fighting that day? Uh, I can't remember. It was in Macau. It wasn't a big name, I don't think. But uh, I, I remember it was a, there was a lot of Ukra- there's a Ukraine, like the Ukraine sort of crap was going on with Russia. Mm. And I was with Lexi, and I was sort of saying, "This guy's, this guy's going to be the 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 the, the future of the game." And this um, was probably a good seven years ago, wasn't it? Five, six years ago. Two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, but, yeah. but just an incredible amateur career, didn't he? Yeah, there's a bit of bad blood too. I've been watching a bit of the lead up, and he's he said in one interview that he doesn't necessarily want to get a knockout. He wants him to feel the pain for the full twelve rounds. And you saw his face; he, he meant what he said. And that's uh, that's what Loma has done that to his last four opponents. They've actually like, these are professional, these are professional tough guys, like and they just went to their. Um, but he, they quit mid round. They quit mid fight. I've never seen a boxer yeah, have so many people that quit. But Nicholas Walters, who I was a big fan of, big the Jamaican, Jamaican, he just oh he just got hammered. He just said no, nah, I can't do it. Like he and, just 
and um, Rigondeur. Oh, I mean, that was incredible. One Rigondeur. Of the, again, modern greats. Who, uh, he could have broke his hand or whatever. There was this chap. He just he just couldn't come out. He yeah. said, no more. I can't beat this guy. But it's just, you must be in pain. like just the... So the last fight, Lenaro has actually knocked him down. It was kind and of a flash knockdown, wasn't up. it? And then, I think it was around six, then around seven, just came out and destroyed him, just hit him with a liver punch. Oh, that, some of that body work from Lomachenko is, yeah, it's, it, you got to, you, you, you'll, if you don't, if you blink, you'll miss it. Quote. Um, and then what? I mean, what, what, what after this grand final? Like, the state football. Now, state what's football, when does state football start? I don't know, I'm trying to work out whether, is it, it's not midweek, is it? Well, I tell you what, though, some of the state football, it'd be interesting to see how many of these injuries pull out, like when they do end year tests, because fuck me dead, I've seen some bad names on these state football like squads. I know, I know. It's getting to like the old days of domestic one day international cricket in New Zealand when there's only like five, five, six associations, and that you go through the, each of the individual provincial teams and 80% of play for New Zealand. Like you're basically getting, if you're from Queensland or New South Wales, you get a Guernsey these days, don't you? They're running out of players, aren't they? Yeah. Far um, out. So it's Wednesdays. They are having them all Wednesdays. Wednesday, 4th November, 11th November, 18th of November. Can you get the same? I'll be really interested to see in, in talking to our fellow leagueies if, if we can get the same passion at the, at the end of the year as we do mid-season. I hope so. I think it's a nice way to end the season. I think there will be these, you know, what these Australians are like. They absolutely love their state football. Yeah, so it's it, a great I'm spectacle. Sure. Yeah, it's great. We we love winding them up, but it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal rugby. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Queensland's quality, right? They are going to be, they're going to be a tier two international, basically. Who Queensland? Yeah, but their team. Once they name their team, you know, they've struggled to beat Samoa or Tonga. Oh, you saying they're not going to be that good this year? <laughs> Well, I mean, they'll have Corey, or oh, he's injured, so they have... AJ Thompson. Some... It's going to be a fullback. Uh, uh, Edric Lee's going to be on the wing. Oh, no way. <laughs> it's a tier two. Moon boot. Gee whiz. All right, well, yeah, this is going to be... I mean, I'm going to just enjoy this grand final week. I'm going to make sure I read read all the shit papers and, um, you know, listen for all the shit stories on the, on the week, as they always are. Um. And like, and and it's always cool, right? Like the we, you always remember where you watch your grand final. Yep. You know okay. that that moment. You're gonna you're gonna remember that for the rest of your life. It's gonna where be were you for last year's. Uh, last year's, I what I had a barbecue. The in-laws came round and watched it at home. The year before Roosters Storm, I watched it at uh, Roosters Storm. 2018, right? Was yes. I watched it at um, what's Papa's it called? Um, Mar- Masterson's in uh, Mooney Ponds, I think that's or Ascot Vale, the, the suburbs called. Watched it with a mate of mine who'd opened a bar up over there. Massive bunnies, man. 2017, Cowboy Storm. Cowboy Storm. Watched that at Rula Bula in Hong Kong Ooh, with goodness. the family. 2016 Sharks. So I watched four grand, no, 15, 16, 17, three grand final, 15, 16, 17 at Rula Bula in Hong Kong. 2015, the Queensland Derby. Rula, Hong Kong. 
I watched three in a row there. 2014 was at College Lawn Hotel in Melbourne. 2014 was the Bunnies Triumph, yep. of which I was there. You were there. What about thir- 2013? I didn't watch live. What? I was, in, I was in South Africa, and I just, I don't know, I just fucked it up. Um, so that was, but I remember. Hang on, I didn't so watch 2013 live. was Roosters Manly. And I was I was actually watching that in Copacabana up on the Central Coast. Nice. One of my favourite grand finals. 2012, yep. Dog Storm. The at James my, Graham bite. At my apartment in Hong Kong. I was camping up at Foster and watched it at the uh, pub or the RSL or something at Foster. 2011, Warriors Manly. At my apartment in Hong Kong. Yeah, I was there. So hang on, you were camping in Foster. Yeah, like it's a long weekend, and then we just watched the game at the... Who um, was Liam Kelly? Oh, your Chief Unchals and JVs, etc. What, uh, you had the tents? I, we all had tents. Well, you still got it? Yeah, I haven't used it since, I don't reckon. Wow. Good tent. Was it, like, did you enjoy it? Yeah. What's, so why haven't you done it again? Kids, why are, you done kids, I guess, get in the way, don't they? They're at an age soon where you could almost get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never so, been to me. 2010. Uh, 2010 Dragons, was at... Roosters. I was there. At, at my apartment in Melbourne with John Toogood and someone brought some random Dragons fan around. Fuck, that was weird. I'm trying to remember that now. But that was a pretty boring grand final, I thought. 09. Storm 09. Eels, I was there. At, at the Fox Hotel in Brisbane. Oh eight Storm Manly the flogging. I was at the Beach Road there in uh, Sydney. I was at my apartment in Brisbane. That's three GS. I watched the Beach Road in Sydney. Oh seven Manly and Melbourne. Apartment in Brisbane. I think I was watching that in Auckland. Oh six Brisbane Storm. I was watching the Cambridge Hotel in Wellington. Oh five Tigers Cowboys. Mike Craig's apartment in somewhere in Wellington. Oh, four dogs roosters. Oh, uh, I'm sure it was my flat in St. Andrew's Square in crime scene with me wow. and Tibbs. Oh, three dogs and Panthers. Oh, no, roosters, Panthers. Roosters, Panthers. That was uh, bloody, I'm sure it was the same. It was at the. My flat at St. Andrew Square. Oh, two Warriors uh, Roosters. I was watching that at my flat. We still have a grandstand. Papanui Hotel uh, in Crime Scene. Oh, one Knights and Eels. Eels. Uh, at Maddie Davison's flat on Island Road in Crime Scene. And I've rounded off with a very forgettable grand final, Broncos Roosters in 2000. At my parents' house. I think I was still living at home then. <laughs> it, was, it was my last year of high school. I can go back off the top of my head, GFs. I can go back. 1999, Carter's Beach, Westport. Yeah, 99 was at home. That was that was an amazing grand final, the, 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 the Dragons and the Storm. Just sensational. Broncos Dogs in 98. I was watching that in Auckland on a family trip. That was a very, very good one. I can't remember that one. That's well, my first one I can't remember. 97s, which is a split grand finals. You had the Super League one, which was the Sharks Broncos. Well, now, had... now I'm getting back to like... You're yeah, in I'm at home now, basically, because I'm not 
not drinking age. Oh, but surely the Darren Albert try against Manly, the Knights Manly, you know where you were there. Yeah, I was at home. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's. Well, I mean, we're yeah. just going back home now, aren't we? We're yeah, the only one. No, no, in '94, I went to a. Hang bar on, '96 Manly St George, '95 Dogs Manly. Home. Yeah, and then '94, obviously, you've got Raiders over Dogs. '93 and '92 were both. '94, remember, league was massive in New Zealand. It was taking over. It was huge. And we went to a barbecue, and everyone got their face painted blue or white or green and gold. Wow, for Raiders. Wow. Okay, fantastic stuff. Um, yeah, thanks for a big season. We'll be back again next year. Um, gotta love your league. You gotta love your league. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you.